Yes, sir. Hey, we got we got another special guest. This is almost like um, podcast roulette. It's like I call you with a, a different guest, and, and you have to it's. <laughs> it's exactly this is a uh, what do you call that? Uh, this is like Tinder, but for nerds. Yeah, yeah. So here, you guess you guess who it is. See if it's Lauren or not. Okay. Hi. <laughs> that sounds like Lauren in drag. <laughs> All right, so... Is that, yes. oh, Ted. How are you yeah. doing, Ted? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. Ted, this is everybody. This is Ted Brunel, uh, who works with uh, Dave and I. Uh, Ted, you want to introduce yourself and, and tell folks what you, uh, what you do at Red Hat? So I'm Ted Brunel. I'm a senior solution architect responsible for um, cloud, SA-type work, within the DoD space at Red Hat. And I've been here for about two and a half years now. Nice. And you, got a, you just got a really sweet Twitter handle, didn't you? I did. DoD Cloud Guy. Nice. 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 I, I am. I am shocked that nobody took that. I'm, you I'm, did you have to pay for it, or it was a, it was a, it was it was open? It was open. That's yeah. amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. I actually got it about a month ago, but just recently started using it. Oh, that's great. That's great. Um, so, you, so you've been at Summit for well, I guess since it started. Now, were you running any sessions? Um, I ran one session. It was a panel discussion with um, some of our public sector customers. And it was called Innovation of the People by the People for the People, which is a little takeoff on the Gettysburg Address. And sure. um, what we did was we just focused on the innovative things that our customers are doing within the public sector and uh, some of the challenges and, and um, strategies that they use to overcome adversity to get their solutions out. And um, it, was, it was a great discussion. Um, the panelists were John Keyes from Autonomic Resources, which is a public or a private cloud provider for DOD, they're FedRAMP certified. Mm -hmm. Then I had um, Kent Rockwell from Northrop Grumman, and he works on um, an Army supply system. Then I have Munjeet, who uh, works for Booz-Allen Hamilton and is doing some work with the Veterans Department and our Department of Veterans Affairs. I'm mm -hmm. not sure what they're called nowadays. And, oh, right. Uh, oh, uh, and Munjeet is uh, Nirmal, Nirmal Mehta. Uh, uh, fan of the fan of the show and and sometime guest on uh, the Damon Gunner show, uh, Manjeet's a uh, Normal's boss, right? Yeah, and he's slated. Uh, Normal's going to talk with us tomorrow. Nice. All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And then the final panelist was Clay Wells, and he has a, a what's well, kind of a different use case. He works for the University of Pennsylvania as a senior system programmer, and he also maintains a compute grid for the School of Medicine. So as these students are doing their um, doctorate work and stuff, they, they're using his computer grid to, to run tests or try to find a cure for cancer. And um, the workloads change on it constantly, he said. So um, getting a, a different perspectives from kind of across the spectrum of both public sector and products that are being used. We had everything from Platforms Rev, OpenStack, JBoss, and uh, HPC. Um, real-time kernel stuff, so uh, full gamut of products are represented as well as um, pretty much every part of the public sector. Nice. Was was there like a common theme between them? Like, did they all have kind of one approach in common or kind of one technology in common, or were they all thinking about something in the same way? Um, probably the biggest commonality between all of them were the need for security. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the reason why they picked Red Hat products is because we have a really strong security standing. And... Um, 
Yeah, because each each use case was completely different. You know, whether it was um, JBoss Data Grid trying to combine up data from several different disparate systems, um, using a, a whole slew of Red Hat products to become a a um, certified cloud provider and get FedRAMP certified. He was the first one before Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was it was a very interesting panel. Um, well, the the other thing they talked about with security is that they they gave a, a shout out to uh, Sean and his oh, work. Go ahead, yeah, about definitely, that. yeah. So um, they did. They gave a shout out to Sean Wells and his work with the SCAP Security Guide, um, pulling the audience after they brought that up. Not not everybody in the audience said looked at SCAP yet, so we went on a little tangent about SCAP for a little bit and uh, encouraged the the audience members to take a look at the SCAP security work that's going on and and start utilizing it, providing feedback on what's working, what's not working, so that we can you know, get a, a really good um, product in, in the future that includes SCAP. Mm-hmm. So that, that was, that was kind of neat. Um, we did get some feedback from the audience um, where they asked a number of questions about um, different viewpoints that they had on, on wow, I'm drawing a blank. Um, <laughs> and so it was, it was it wasn't the most interactive panel with the customer. I think it because it took place right after lunch and we were served these really large pieces of roast beef. So <laughs> it made everybody kind of tired, but there were some. A little, little logy, yeah. Yeah. You know, so it, it was it was a good panel. I enjoyed it. You know, it, it flowed really well. Um, you know, and there there was some interaction from the from the audience this time, so that was good too. Cool. Mm-hmm. Right on. Oh, so do you have a do you have something at the summit that you have that is really like the thing you are most excited about, or is there something that you were looking forward to at summit um, that you that you really want to hear about? So what I was most looking forward to is hearing you know what direction uh, Red Hat's going with cloud, mm-hmm. and I think probably the most exciting part of that is the Docker integration into OpenStack and OpenShift. Um, so I really think that's going to lead us down a path that's going to make it. Um, an even better market standing for us as far as those two products, you know, being able to support a new technology, one that gives us even more flexibility than what we previously had as far as what kind of applications can be deployed into each environment. Um, Brian Stevens' speech this morning where he was talking about OpenShift and OpenStack integration into a unified cloud environment, you know, that our customers are no longer really just looking for infrastructure as a service or platform as a service that we're getting to look for a unified uh, cloud architecture. Um, the only thing I wish that they would have included in there was, you know, maybe OpenShift plus OpenStack and Rev integration, because I think we have a pretty strong story there mm-hmm. where we have a system that's really good for scale up traditional data center workloads, as well as OpenStack, which is really good for the scale out um, cloud workloads, you know, and then you put Open OpenShift on top of that. And I think you've got a really killer combination of, of different cloud and virtualization technologies for our customers. So is that, so now that you've, now that you've seen Brian's presentation and, and seen some of the Docker stuff, I saw it was some, some wag on Twitter was talking about how he was really enjoying the Docker conference and it was really nice of them to let Red Hat show up. Um, <laughs> uh, is it, now that you, now that you're armed with, uh, with this new Docker knowledge and, and with a, the cloud roadmap uh, that they presented, uh, yesterday, um, is, is that going to change how you talk to customers about what Red Hat can do? I think it will. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, because now we have a, a different approach to virtualization, and you know, one of the things that we're going to be able to do with the Docker integration is we're going to be able to have 
um, a much higher density of applications per physical host than what you can currently achieve with virtualization alone. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be pretty exciting. I mean, it's just going to increase the, the customer's return on their investments. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're, as before, we were averaging 10 virtual machines per physical host in a virtual environment. You know, we can scale that up by two, maybe three. You know, so it's going to be 20 or 30 applications running per physical host. Um, yeah. And of course, is going to mean buying less hardware. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that will be a big deal. I'm also really interested in seeing how government agencies can use Docker to change the way that they do uh, procurements and the way that they run programs, right? Because um, the Docker guys talk about uh, the Docker being like a unit of deployment. Um, you know, it's like, you know, we do, we've talked for years about having like Lego bricks in a customer's architecture. Um, and Docker is literally that, right? It's like literally a Lego brick um, that you can combine and orchestrate together to build, you know, complex applications. Um, I'm, I and my son are both excited about the, about the prospect of um, uh, being able to take Docker and have agencies be able to, you know, put out to bid like, hey, someone, do you bill me a Docker uh, I know a container to do XYZ and build me another container to do XYZ. And because of the way it's architected, you don't get these like sprawling monolithic applications. It becomes really easy to build these like composable yeah. applications, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being able, and that the fact that they're portable too means that, you know, maybe a marketplace could be established by some of our partners like they did for, for OpenShift, mm-hmm. um, where we can have pre-configured Docker applications, you know, where they can just mm-hmm. download WordPress or Drupal or whatever they're looking for as a Docker container, mm-hmm. and then just install it on their environment. And, yeah. and it doesn't matter whether it's OpenShift or, yeah. or uh, yeah. Rel Atomic, and they can move it back and forth. They could develop yeah. on Rel, uh, they could develop on OpenShift and deploy on Rel Atomic if they want to. Yeah, or even in OpenStack. Yeah, that's so, it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, that's really cool. So, and that's why that ISV certification program is so important. I mean, we announced that, I think, shortly before Summit. Um, but the idea that an ISV can actually have like take one of those containers, basically like just the application, and have that like stamped with a seal of approval. You know that it will, in fact, run on OpenShift or on OpenStack or on bare metal or wherever you want, right? It's, it's yeah. great. Yeah, really handy. Super cool. Um, the, when when you take like the, the Docker applications and you combine it with the heat templates inside of OpenStack, where it can govern when an application scales up or down, or you put it in OpenShift where it can be scaled up or down. Um, you know, we're talking like a whole new paradigm for our customers. You know, and it, it may take a while to for to have them actually realize it. That you know, maybe the way that they're making applications right now within the public sector needs to change. Mm-hmm. And instead of making monolithic applications that serve one purpose, when they need to run it on a physical server, because you can't put 192 gigabytes of RAM into a VM. You know, <laughs> right. maybe it'll change the way that they start thinking about application development. They'll start doing the the horizontally scalable applications as well. Yeah, totally. That's great. Nice. Well, I know that Ted needs to run off to another meeting, so we, we could let him go. Yep. But um, Ted, we, we talked about a lot of things like the all these Docker announcements and mm-hmm. certification things and all that. Um, if people wanted to get more information about this and all the other show notes and all that stuff, where should we send them? dtshow.org. Excellent. Nice. Yep. Excellent. All right. All right. Ted, thanks All for right. taking the time. Yeah, thank you. Okay.